considered pretty or beautiful. Uh, you know, your measurements have to be a specific way in order for you to be beautiful. You know, and uh, you know, I'm a '90s baby, so this is. I'm, I grew up where, yeah, you had to be skinny. The, the biggest butt at the time would have been would be considered a, a zero right now in this day and age. You know, the, I think of Brickhouse, the song where it was 26, 34, 26. That was the you know a winning hand, as they say in the song. If you had those measurements, or you were close to that measurement, you were you were a knockout. You know, you were bad. As they say now, you were bad. But now, I mean, the, the bigger the bigger your measurements are, the better. Some people like what they like. Maybe you want a girl that's 42 in the bust, uh, maybe 30 in the waist, and possibly 50 in the hips. Now, to some people, that might sound outrageous but there are women walking around and with those particular measurements and they possibly feel like they are unattractive because that's just how they've been raised to fit or that's just what they see in the in the media today models you know a lot of the top models are fit they're in shape they're skinny plus size model is that a plus size model but even if you're two maybe five pounds above whatever weight that they think you should be as far as modeling is concerned you're automatically going to be uh, labeled a plus size model you could be five seven and maybe 115 pounds, 120, 125 pounds, I guess. If you're 125 pounds, but you have, you know, like maybe 45 inch butt or 45 inch hips, you would possibly be considered plus size just because, you know, Victoria's Secrets only takes women that are 36 in the hip. So I feel as though, you know, the, the society has caused a lot of damage because it causes a lot of damage in regards to self-esteem. That's what I mean. Some women may feel as though, hey, I'm not pretty enough to be loved. I'm not pretty enough for this guy to find me attractive. I'm not pretty enough to get married. I'm only pretty enough to be a one night stand. I'm only pretty enough to be uh, someone's situation or someone's side chick. I, I'm not, you know, I'm the bridesmaid. I'm not the bride. And and it also goes for men. You know, we're the we're the groom's men or we're the best man, but we're not the groom. It happens with that as well. So typically, you know, I I would say. The best way to counter those toxic slash negative thoughts in people 
is just to do this challenge. And I try to do this challenge every day myself, just to, just because you never know who you're gonna help. You right. never know how it could go. Um, so I challenge everybody that hears this, whether it be when it first comes out or a year from now, two months from now, it doesn't matter. Even a hundred years from now, I don't care. If you see someone walking down the street, whether it be a man or a woman, Give them a compliment. Just give them a compliment, and and try to give a comp. Try to give a not a non-sexual compliment. Yeah, I hear that. Right, that means no cat calling. Don't try to be no pimp daddy. Don't do none of that. Just just a compliment, folks. A non a non-sexually objectifying compliment. If you see that a woman has on a, a nice blouse. Just say, hey, you know, this this so and so, you you know, you look really nice today. I really like, you know, I really like that the, the the shirt that you're wearing, the blouse that you're wearing, the color, it really, you know, it really glows on you. It looks nice. On you. you never know if, you know, Miss Janet. We'll just say Miss Janet. Maybe Miss Janet has been depressed. Maybe she's been feeling, you know, unattractive. Maybe she's. Maybe she's going through a divorce. Maybe her husband or boyfriend has been cheating on her mercilessly. You never know. You don't know what a compliment or how important a compliment could be to someone until you give it to them. And sometimes you give them, you find the right person, give them a compliment. It totally makes their day. And the reason why I say non-objectifying is because don't just see a woman walking down the street with a nice pair of jeans or a nice pair of shorts on and just say, ooh, you looking good in those shorts. That's objectifying. That's sexual. Because you're literally pointing out a specific item on her. You're not saying, oh, she looks good as a whole. No, you're saying she looks good in her shorts. Whatever, you know, whichever thing you could be looking at. Maybe her, maybe her backside might be you know, sticking out in the shorts in the right particular way. Maybe they're a little tight in the front as some women like to wear their shorts. So you can kind of see what's going on in the front and you're like, hey, look, that looks appealing. That looks appetizing. If that's the case, you know, you can you can get that across without getting that across. Sometimes just being uh, cryptic, I guess I can say, works better. You know, my grandmother used to say, you can catch more flies with honey than vinegar. Well, sometimes being sweet, you, you know, you can you can get a girl's attention by being sweet. You just say, hey, look, you look really nice today. You're looking really good. You look very pretty. Then you can kind of go from there because sometimes a woman might say, oh, thank you. You know, I really appreciate that. You never know. You could continue that on or follow it up with something else. How you doing? My name is such and such. Well, sure. Different things can happen. You never know. The woman you talking to might be your next girlfriend, might be your next wife. Or you may meet that person later on down the line and that you just change their whole trajectory in life. And this works for a bunch of different things. It can help. It might help stop somebody from who has suicidal thoughts. Telling somebody, hey, you're, you, know, you look really good today. You look really nice. You look very pretty. That can boost that person's confidence and 
you may have saved their life today. Because maybe they really were thinking about it and they've been thinking, uh, nobody cares about me, nobody sees me, nobody knows me, nobody looks at me. I'm, I'm just totally unattractive. Hmm. I mean, sadly, people feel like that nowadays anyways because of how society has placed these standards of beauty for whatever reason they think should be there. Well, I mean, again, I, and I, and I, I, I blame the media for more ways than, in more ways than one. You do have certain people in media that stand for good, so to speak. They, they, they fight for, they fight the good fight, as you will, if you will. You know, people like, um, like Lizzo, who I, I do kind of like Lizzo. I, I, I don't listen to her music as much, but I, I, I do like her point of view on life and the, 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 uh, the message that she's trying to put out there as far as like, you know, hey, yeah, I, I'm a big girl. I am considered obese or overweight or plus size. I feel sexy. I'm, I'm going to do everything and anything that a skinny girl can do. Whatever y'all see Beyonce try, I'm going to try it too, just to show all these other plus size women that you can do it. However, my issue is you might consider Lizzo to be a plus size or a BBW, if you will. Well, there are some women out there that are bigger than Lizzo, and they are way larger. Uh, I mean, some people, you, you may fit into the qualifications of a size... 16 up to maybe a size 26 but how many people out there know there's that your clothes go bigger than 26 there are some women out here that wear bigger than a 26 there's some women that wear longer larger than a 3x there are some that wear more than a 4x so there are women out here that are bigger than what Lizzo is. Those type of women need someone as well. Vice versa for the men. Now there really aren't there really aren't that many big brothers out here or big men out here as much as it used to be typically. But in the nineties, yeah, we had you know, we had Biggie. Biggie was definitely probably the biggest inspiration for a lot of big guys because Biggie showed, hey look, you make money got some cash in your pocket and you got some game you can get anybody you want it don't matter how you look or how much you weigh as long as you got the attitude to back up everything else it can happen people like big pun you know it was very attractive for big guys back in the day you had fat joe a lot of people were big so it definitely worked out for big guys now, there hasn't really been too many big or heavy set people out here nowadays as far as men is concerned because everybody wants a NFL player everybody wants a bodybuilder everybody wants the guy who looks good in tight clothing some of us can't wear tight clothes some of us gotta have some, some room to breathe because we're big 
So it's very, very imperative that we do certain things like give a compliment, uh, tell a joke. Even if it's a joke you heard somebody else say, say it. You never know what that may do. Make an effort to try and brighten someone's day. Because you never know what that you never know what gonna what's gonna uh, come from you brightening that person's day. You never know. You could brighten somebody's day. Just a random person at the bus stop. You see them. You give them a compliment. You tell them a joke. They laugh. Guess what? Maybe a year or two from now, you see that person. They're a lawyer. Maybe you just had a, you had a bad run-in with the police. You could be innocent. The person you gave a compliment to out of nowhere for no apparent reason, just because you decided to be nice that day, you gave that person a compliment. And you made them laugh. They end up being your attorney. You get off. You're been you being proved innocent because the person. Not only did you give this person a compliment, not only did you make this person laugh, but the same person comes back and tells you later on, hey, you saved my life. I was, that day you gave me that compliment, I was on the verge, I was actually on my way to the gun store to purchase a gun so that I can kill myself. But you gave me confidence and made me realize that there is bright, there is a good day that I was seen, somebody seen me. You gave me that compliment and you made me laugh, which made me think about, feel happy the rest of the day. And I didn't have any reason to go to the gun store, which then could turn into a bunch of other things. You never know how things can change for someone from the smallest things. It's just like with cooking, the small, the, Biggest explosive of pot of, uh, of taste can come from the smallest change in ingredients. Maybe instead of using garlic salt or garlic powder, you use fresh garlic. And that can make your spaghetti taste ten times better. So look at everything in the look at everything in a different light. Sometimes the smallest details make the biggest difference. Touche. Um, I think people often forget that that's that that is an actual possibility that a compliment just saying hi um, even asking somebody how are they doing yeah and typically any kind of gesture if you're able to can definitely help out in a lot of ways. Maybe you have extra money this this week and you go to the store. You don't need all of the money that you're about to spend. You didn't need a whole lot of stuff. So, hey, look, the person behind me seems like they're about to struggle. You just say, hey, tell that person behind me I'm paying for their groceries too. We've all seen it happen. We've all wished it was us. I've certainly seen it happen quite a few times. I, I, there's been times where I was a cashier at Walmart and I literally had someone pay for three people in line behind them. For no reason at all. 
he just checked out. He said, hey, look, here's, I'm going to pay for the next three people behind me. And that's it. They just paid for the next three people behind me. For no apparent reason at all, I've seen people, I saw one lady who was struggling because she didn't get her paycheck. And she looked so distraught because she realized she had to put her stuff back. And the lady in front of her just said, hey, don't worry about it. Put it on my tag. And paid for her stuff and her stuff. The look on her face was priceless. I mean, you can't put a price tag on someone's happiness sometimes. Just because it made that woman's day. Her doing that gesture, paying for her groceries, paying for her products, paying for her stuff was amazing. It's happened to me a few times. I'm a big coffee drinker. I've walked into Dunkin' Donuts a few times and I mean, matter of fact, I'll give you a specific story. I walked into a Dunkin' Donuts for no reason. I was just out for a walk one day, couldn't sleep, went up and I walked, just happened to walk towards the Dunkin' Donuts. I said, hey, you know what? I, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Why don't I get a cup of coffee? Walked in, got my coffee, went to reach into my pocket to pay for it, and he was like, don't worry about it, it's, it's covered. There was a gentleman standing next to the cash register. I thought he was waiting for his order. Come to find out, no, he was just paying for everybody that came in. And I mean, he literally sat there and waited as person after person after person came in. It had to be at least 20 people that walked in including me and he sat there even longer and kept paying and he was paid. It's like alright yeah and it just, you can you know when you walked in you could see on the register that they hadn't cashed him out yet. He was up to about two hundred dollars. Yeah sometimes I know um for some of us we wish we could do things like that. Um but Every little thing matters. It doesn't mean that you have to do something that grand, but maybe you do something on a smaller scale oh, for of somebody. You know? If you pay, if you go to the store, if you go to the grocery store right now, or go to a mini mark right now, let's say you get a bag of chips, soda, piece of candy. Your total comes up to I don't know, $9. You give the person, or maybe $9.50. Give the person a 10. If you want to do something on a small scale, keep the change. Just leave the 50 cents. You never know. Now, you're not going to stand there and wait till somebody comes up behind you in need of that 50 cents but maybe just maybe the person could be somebody comes up behind you they're short 10 cents you left 50 behind don't worry about the 10 cents boom you got 40 cents left over somebody comes up behind they need a nickel you're short a nickel boom don't worry about the 5 cents now you got 35 cents left over 
vice versa, keep going, keep going, until the 50 cents you left is done. You could have helped five people just by leaving 50 cents behind. I occasionally do that from time to time when I pay cash. If I pay cash and it's pennies, yeah, sometimes it sounds crazy, but a lot of people don't collect pennies. And pennies on the dollar is is the general tax. So you never know how many how many times a person has left a penny behind, or you have some people that pick them up on the ground when they see them. I've been I've, I mean I've worked as a cashier in, in several uh, stores and restaurants. I can't tell you how many times people have came in and been short a penny. And I would say, oh, look on the ground, you might see one. Because, I, I mean, especially when I work like at a liquor store, I would tell people all the time, look on the ground, you might probably see a penny or two, you might see a dime or nickel. Because a lot of times people reach in their pocket and you don't feel like bending down. You don't feel like bending down. Why? For a dime? Come on. It's, it's a dime. For a quarter? Maybe a quarter. You might bend down and pick up a quarter. But for a dime, you're not bending down and pick up a dime. Come on. A nickel? You're not going to bend down and pick up a nickel. You're surely not going to bend down and pick up a penny. You never know. I've had, you know, when I worked at a, at a liquor store, I had a guy come in. He would come in, pick up every piece of change he saw on the ground. Pay for his pay for his stuff with a card, and then leave the change at the, at the cash register. Just say, hey, look, whoever comes in, they might need it. I occasionally do that myself. If I if it's pennies or whatever like that left over and I don't need it, just change accumulates a lot of times too. But also helps you as much as it helps the other person. It may not be as grand of a gesture to you, but Great. sometimes people don't you don't want to walk down, walk around sounding like the janitor with a bunch of change in your pocket just. Ch -ch 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 -ch. Nah, that sounded more like. <laughs> we all have, you know, some of us, like our grandparents. I mean, I know my grandmother used to have, and my great grandmother, one they used to have these big, big jugs, water jugs, or whatever, full of change. I've heard people there tell me that they save change every time they pay out of pay, pay with a bill. Every time they get the change back, they toss the change inside the jar. They toss the change in the jar. Toss the change in the jar until the next year comes around in like January, February tax time maybe. And then they take all that change to the bank and trade it all in. And I've heard some people literally say, I traded all that change in and I've had $5,000 worth of change. That's a lot of change. That's a significant amount of change. You're talking, we're not talking about a dollar here or ten dollars that's kid stuff we're talking about somebody literally walked in there with enough money to to put a down payment on a house or a car or maybe buy that ps5 that you've been that you've been wanting to buy all the time that xbox series x you want to buy that new laptop a new iphone whatever that's a good start to the year until you get your taxes Little things occasionally have big impacts. That brings me, you know, brings it all the way back around to circle. 
And I, and I guess you guys can probably take that. If you take nothing else from this episode, sometimes the smallest details can have the grandest things. can be the biggest thing in the world, and you just don't understand it. You can never really understand it. A penny save. Save a penny a day. It's 365 days. You save one penny. You can literally turn up with a lot of money. You save one penny every day. True. True, much you think. But hopefully, people take this advice and they put it to good use. But it was actually nice having you on the show. Might have to have you again to discuss more now that I've actually seen the movie. We'll see if we can convince them to do that, y'all. But until next time, this is your girl Danny, and have a wonderful day. Okay, now it's uploading. You can check the here. Um, or does it show you that you can hear both of us? No, it was showing that. Oh my god! How long was that? Hour?